Welcome to Trash Street. Yes. I'm Lou. I'm Jamie Z. I used to do the whole. It started with the groovy cats and kittens, and I changed it. I haven't, I haven't done that in a while. You should um, think of a new... Hey there, my little birds and bees. Hey, my little spooky ghouls and ghosts. Soon, yeah. Mm. Yeah, my spooky weeks. And... Tight slacks. <laughs> that sounds like... It might be like a good, like, weird owl, like, seduction album. JBZ. Was it haystacks and tight slacks? Yeah. Be like your your disco country album. My disc, yeah, it's it's hot. It's called uh, mm -hmm. country rhythm. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. So, oh, do you ever watch Sisters? That like a Amy Poehler and Tina Fey movie from like 2016. I don't think I've seen Sisters. It's though. actually hilarious. Yeah. I was watching part of it. It's really stupid, but. Um, they end up like, uh, what's her face? Kate McKinnon's in it, and she's a oh. lesbian in it. Yeah. And they're no like way. asking her to like provide the music to this crazy like party they're throwing mm -hmm. in their childhood house that's getting sold, and they're like in their yeah. fake forties. Amy Poehler's just like, oh, they're like, oh, they're so nice, and you know, I wish I could be a lesbian. Like, I, I like the whole like, like the outfit get up and yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's her face? Tina Fey's like, yeah. Other than the whole eating pussy thing. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Or maybe Amy Poehler says that. Yeah. And Tina Fey's like, well, at least you're not talking to you. Or something <laughs> like that. It's actually really... I'll have to check it out. It's actually pretty... It's really stupid, but pretty funny. I'll have to check it out. Pretty funny. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Jamie, so much has happened since we, we last recorded. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. What has happened? What you, has happened? Tell me of I'll your, tell you what hasn't happened. Let me... T tell me about your week. Your weekend. Ah, you mean my exciting weekend in Montreal, Canada? Yeah, yeah. What happened? So obviously I'm not there. So oh, folks, I thought that you were a hologram. Yes, I should put pants on. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a hologram, my my penis would be a lot bigger than it is right now. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Montreal uh, like the 22nd, 22nd, mm -hmm. 23rd, 23rd. I thought the 23rd. So Friday. This is the 26th as we're recording this. Also weird because it's a Monday. Monday. It's feels special, weird. Special Trust House Street. It's uh, Rosh Hashanah. Yes. One of the high holy days. <laughs> yep. The high holy episode of Trash House Street. Mm -hmm. So let me take you back in time the week before. And and it's there's not even a good story, but it's an interesting process. I check my sugar periodically. Mm -hmm. um, all last week it was like Caddy Wumpus. Mm -hmm. Like either high when it should be high, low when it shouldn't be low. And I didn't think too much of it. I mean, I did. What's the highest it gets to? A million. No. No, the highest I've had recently is... I think I had 176 when I had that it's last kidney stone. It's not bad at all. It's usually like... Like, like, like I'll see 140s. But normally, like, I can get... 100, like 120 to 80, no problem, usually. That's cool. Or I used previously. Just asking. Just... Like, I woke up this morning with a 125, which, not good, but that's also, if you're dehydrated, that can do it. Yeah. There's that um, post-parietal reflex where you just, you start releasing sugar. Yeah. Or it was just high because I'm dying. Could be. But anyway. That's what I think. Wednesday, 
I, I go to work. I come home, sit down on the couch, and I am fucking wiped. It is like an hour before I can I can muster up the energy to eat dinner. Oof. And I'm like, hey, I don't think this is good. Go to bed thir- Wednesday, wake up Thursday, feel like I'm dying. Mm. Like I stayed at home. I wasn't. I felt feverish, but I wasn't running a fever. My, bl- my body temperature always runs low. Yeah, so I feel like if it's a little higher, then I'm kind of running a me fever. Mm. About halfway through, I, I was like 99% sure I was not going on this trip. But I was still holding out hope. Yeah. I was still proceeding with everything as if I was going to go. I, I loaded up my computer with entertainments. I had selected some books. Ooh. I did laundry to pack 14 pairs of underwear. Can't Always be prepared. Well, I could shit myself 14 times, yeah. <laughs> well, 13 times. And then, um, then I had to find a gun after that. <laughs> I'm doing all this stuff knowing I'm just telling myself a lie. And lying to others because everyone's texting me and be like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do? Having fun on the trip? You I excited?" Didn't, I didn't text you. You did it. Yeah. Well, you said you were sick a yeah. little before that, so I was like, "Eh, I'll see what's going on." Like I was gonna text you, like, "Have fun on your trip." And that was what I was gonna. I Thursday, I I could not give two shits. I was so like dead. Oh, and also I had to work all day and I had to present. So it was very delightful. But I'm, t- I'm telling people, like, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm going to do this, this day, this, this day. And I'm like, I want to <laughs> Must eat soup and Tylenol. <laughs> and, yeah, Friday I woke up at the time I would leave to go, like, at 4, which is when I basically do my shit and go. Yeah. Uh, went to the bathroom immediately went back to bed. And I was like, yeah, well. And then had to tell everyone. Yeah. Yep, so no Montreal for me. Well, you'll get there another time. That was my one chance. Which, you know what, though? Isn't Canada getting hit by that bad hurricane? And they're getting, yeah, the East so Coast is getting slammed. So it might not have been the, the worst thing. And lovely Pennsylvania, just enjoying my lovely. staycation. I want to do at least something that I wouldn't normally do. Well, the art museum is on strike. Are they? Yeah. Well, thanks for telling me. Well, that's I know what I'm not doing then. Scribble, <laughs> scribble, scribble. How they're no, on their um, whatever their staff is on strike ah. or whatever. Um, because Victor wanted to go down today, and Mark was like thinking about driving down mm-hmm. there, but he's like, I don't want to cross any picket lines. Yeah. It'd be weird. And thank God he didn't, because his car kind of crapped uh, out. So yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I'm still gonna do something I wouldn't normally do. I go to like New York is. City or something. Go to the Met. I might go. Go to DC. I thought about going to DC or Baltimore for a day. The other problem is. While my, let's say my refund situation is still being resolved, I don't necessarily, even though I have the money, I don't necessarily want to spend money. Yeah, cheap. But I got to think about it. I'm cheap. I'm horribly cheap for for someone. Let's so say, bougie. we'll just say in my income bracket. Yeah, no, you're. Um, I make is ten to fifteen thousand dollars a year. Ten bucks an hour. Ten bucks an hour. Yeah. So what about you, Jamie? What's new with you? Mm. Just work. Yeah, just work. Work stuff. Yeah. Apologize to Jenna. I was like, uh, I saw her. I'm like, yo, if you don't want to be here, like, don't. I, uh, you're not going to offend me if uh, you quit. Because mm. I kind of feel bad. Like, I was talking to Megan who brought yeah. me in and she's just like, I'm really sorry yeah. for getting you hired. Um, and my work's just been nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a total, like, changeover of different things and they're just trying different ways of doing things and stuff isn't working and a lot of people aren't happy and are calling out like yeah. apparently they only had five nurses there on oh, Saturday wow. and mm. they were offering offering people a thousand dollars extra to work or something it was yeah. insane that's but um as I said the place has potential it's just um 
it's just a lot sometimes. But yeah. I, I was in a um, my favorite place to be the last two times. I kind of like wormed myself into it, and I'm very happy in the one room right. I do. So huh. I was pretty chill, and I had nursing students. I was like, hey, mm -hmm. hey. Um, but uh, yeah, the last two days were good, so I'm bound for some bullshit yeah. lately. Well, that's good to know, or bad to know. Hopefully, it'll you'll maintain the course. Yeah, the it is what it is. I just kind of go in and do my shit and mm -hmm. get the fuck out. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, mm -hmm. but I got the new Off album came mm -hmm. today. Yeah. Um, I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. I ordered a couple new records. I'm trying to even think what I got. Well, I ordered Busy Weather, which mm -hmm. I'm reviewing. Mm -hmm. um, I ordered, so it was like the however many anniversary of Hospitals, the first Off With Their Heads album oh. again. So I did, I wasn't gonna, but I ended up um, ordering that. Just one. I didn't get mm -hmm. all uh, the copies mm -hmm. or anything like that. What else did I order? I did um, order and listen to Mind Force, which I'm going to do like a, t like a quick review. Yeah. Um, I didn't even write it down, but um, I forgot that was even coming out. Mm -hmm. So, And we've done a bunch of releases by Mind Force. Yeah. I, it's and good. I heard it, yeah. And then I bought this. I'm going to show you. This is the cool, Ooh, what the cool D &D Spell Jams. Spell Jams, which oh. is a comp album Sweet. put up by... Kill rock stars. I think I did see that like on a band camp, band camp uh, message or something. Yeah, some bullshit. So I'll talk about that at some point. You put on your readers. Story. I do. I actually have. Uh, well, that's the. I got new glasses, so I could see a little bit. Well, I'm at the point where I've I've started stashing reading glasses at different parts of my house, so I'm never without. Just wear them all the time. No, they're too blurry. Far away. Oh, get progressives. I have progressives. Oh. They actually don't work that good for the computer. Yeah, mine are mine are the reading down here, but I'm yeah. far sighted. So. No, not fart sighted. <laughs> far. I could change that. <laughs> no, I poop myself. So you want to guess? Uh, talk about some music. Or? Yeah, let's talk about some music. You want me to go first? You Why want... don't you go first? Age before beauty. <laughs> guilty party. <laughs> so guilty guilty party imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. They are off of. Paper Street Cut Records. Which, what? I think, like, Gal Pals is from them. We've reviewed yeah, stuff by okay. them before. It sounded vaguely familiar. Yeah. So they're from the Bay Area in California, and they say they're punk rock. I don't really think they're that punk Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but they're a three-piece. It's Angelo, Rosie, and Rob. Mm -hmm. um, but to me, they're like a, a pop alt-rock band, mm -hmm. and I think they're fun. They just had um, four songs out. It starts off with Baby Bird. I put alt-rock fun. It reminds me, when I first listened to this song, not so much the other ones, if Interpol and Weezer had a baby. This yeah, would be the oh song. yeah, that's definitely, yeah. Because <laughs> his voice reminds me of Paul Banks a little mm -hmm. bit from Interpol. And it has some really catchy riffs. It's, it's just fun. It kind of is like a throwback yeah. to like late 90s. Circling the Truth is probably my favorite song. It's very fun. It's, it's more melodic. It's more like pop with heavy edge guitars, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Friendly Fire, that's something I... It reminds me of something that would be in like a late '90s movie soundtrack, like yeah. 10 Things I Hate About Ooh, You." That's gonna appear or something in one of like my that. reviews later. That's cool, cool. And uh, then it ends with "Godspeed," which is this folky acoustic, and uh, I guess Rosie is the female vocals on it. Mm -hmm. It's sweet and dreamy. I really like her vocals on this. It's, it's yeah. very, as I said, dreamy and and sweet. I like the way they kind of changed it up. Yeah, like mm -hmm. I just thought this was like a nice little release. I wanted um, 
just something different to Yeah, to it was. I was to. like, this isn't a typical Jamie thing. Yeah, I liked it a lot. and it was only four songs, mm-hmm. so we kind of like got this together pretty quickly, and I thought it was like yeah. something good to um, to review. So I'm, I'm very interested in listening mm-hmm. to more of Guilty Party in Boston Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, it was really good. If you like that type of um, like alt, poppy alt rock with like a 90s flavor to mm-hmm. it, definitely check them out. They're, they're good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I liked it. End. Fini. Yes. And uh, The Beths, yes. Expert in a Dying Field. Mm-hmm. The third album for The Beths just came this out in 1622. Yeah. I feel like 2014, they might have had their first album come well, out. Well, I told you, like, I did a single. So, when, how long have we been I, doing this? Since 16. So, they had to have maybe an EP that I. I, I think they had a couple of EPs. So, okay. this is their third, like, full length. Okay. And this is off Car Park Records. And The Beths are an indie pop band out of Auckland, New Zealand. New Zealand. They're a four-piece, mm-hmm. and of course, of the Beths, it's a bit deceptive because there is only one Beth in Elizabeth. the Beth. Elizabeth Stokes. Mm-hmm. She did a weird piece for Pitchfork the other day, talking about her five favorite video games. Oh, really? What were they? The two I remember, because they're two I really like, is a Stardew Valley okay. and The Wreck of the Obra Dinn, Okay. which is a weird... Fucking nerd. Insurance. Like, don't talk about Elizabeth <laughs> Stokes like that. She might be my friend uh, after this nerd. review. Nerd. It'd be good. This album, Experimented Eye Field, I would say it's 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 somewhat of a deceptive album because if you listen to it very casually, it sounds fun, poppy, very straightforward, but it's actually a really layered, complex album. Hmm. They really lay into these beautiful four part harmonies. A lot of a lot of shit going on in the songs musically. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely and see that. The title track, Expert in a Dying Field, which by the way, might be one of the the best song titles ever mm-hmm. it's about it's sort of amusing on a dead relationship you know being an expert as if you're an expert in a dying field being an expert in someone you're no longer with going back to your like you know deceitful or whatever like there's a lot of just like uh, sadness I think oh yeah, yeah it's a very <laughs> there's such an undertone of like yeah I did, I did gather that and yeah so um, expert in a dying field like this fabulous guitar business before the uh Crescendo into this sort of large 80s college rock tune. Very bright, very poppy, very clever. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a good point. I would sum most of what the Beths do on this album as college rock. So before alt rock was a thing. It's college rock. is YouTube. College and... rock. But like later college rock. Like there are a couple of people who kind of... No one... You have you had to be around then. Yeah. No music in my opinion. It was before it was codified. And, you know, they called it college rock because you largely heard it on yeah. college radio stations. Like, Helium would be a good example of a college rock. Okay. R.E.M., although R.E.M. is pretty big, but they are sort of the quintessential... Big Audio Dynamite. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My brother was had a radio station yeah. in, in, at Monco back in the mm. late 80s. Yeah. Well, he couldn't have played uh, Expert in a Dying Field because no, it came out. he didn't. Unless he's a time traveler. Fuck, is he? Fuck. I don't think so. Knees deep. Uh, bouncy. It's It sounds like it's jogging, for lack of a better word. Very nice pace. Uh, the banger, the best song of the yeah, album, Silent God. is Golden. I, I've, oh my God. Such a good song. It has like everything. It borders on noise at a certain point. It's very chaotic. I absolutely fucking love it. It has these delightful like chuggy chuggies of the guitar. Mm-hmm. Some fuzz. And the song is sort of about longing for quiet. And whether it's the quiet in your head, a break from social media, or just information overload, or actual noise, who knows. 
But there's a line of like, I'd burn this whole city down for some quiet. Yeah. It's a great song. It is amazing. It's my favorite song on the album. Oh, definitely. Yeah, by far. I think that's the first one I heard. That's the first song that like, so I was listening to it and I was like, this grabbed my attention. And yeah. And then uh, I started paying a little more attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I want you to listen. I really like the flow and pacing of this one. Mm-hmm. So they do this really cool thing where like uh, Elizabeth Stokes seemed to have this almost preternatural ability to put what would almost seem like too many words in a lyrical phrase. You know, sometimes you're like shoehorning to get to the point, but she does it very well. She's not really shoehorning, but... I hear what you're I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't really example, think about like, it like that. But you make sense. Like like listening to the Beth's prior records, like I can see what yeah. you're talking about. So she's a very clever... Lyricist. Not circling the drain, but like circling... Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to... I don't know, maybe I'm... No, I got you. Uh, Head in the Clouds, heavier song... Sort of about the denial of an end of relationship. A common theme. I think with this and uh, our next band. When you know, you know. A bit more melancholy. This is their obligatory country song. Yeah. They it's kind of meander womp, around in a good womp. way. Yeah. I really like it. That's a good song, but it's a downer. Yeah, it's a downer. <laughs> a passing rain. I really like it. It has this really cool drum fill, but I'm mentioning it for one reason, one reason only. So there's a lyric in it. I cave like I was built to break. Mm-hmm. As I'm walking around this morning listening to it on my non-iPod. Oh. Spoiler, I had to buy a knockoff iPod. Um, I thought the lyric was, I came like I was built to break. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so I listened to it again. Obviously, it's not. And it's just really, it's like, it's actually a pretty sad song, but it's I really love it. It's good. 2 a.m. Very melancholy, very bittersweet. It's a breakup song. Lamenting the end of a relationship. It's about regret. This is the kind of song you play over the death <laughs> montage in a nineties indie movie where the person mm-hmm. where the person is like racing to the hospital or something like that yeah. and they die. Yeah. yeah. And then uh and then the squirrel nut zippers or uh yeah. the blood money money boss tones <laughs> play. Anyway, so yeah, that's um Expert in a Dying Field, really good, really liked it. I um, really liked it. I think the, the the one like the second album I get or whatever I listened to like it was like hit or miss for me. It was good, yeah. but it wasn't like um, I wanted to go back and revisit it. Yeah. Not that it was bad. It was mm-hmm. just not nothing there that it was pulling me in. This I actually yeah. want to listen to again. And the Beths are playing the Union Transfer. Uh, I think March third, twenty twenty three. Oh shit, man! Yeah, and that would be the Beths. The Beths. The Beths. It's hard to say. <laughs> Something else I just want to note in a general yeah, go ahead, sense. Yeah, I'm gonna grab is... one of my. Your patented... Yeah, where are they in that walk-in? In my walk-in, yeah. Okay. Walk-in. In my cubby. No. Um, something I noticed with the Beths is sort of this general idea I've talked about from time to time, how people... People in a, in a specific scene, music scene, tend to influence each other. And I can kind of hear quasi-influences from other bands from like Australia and New Zealand I listen to. And a lot of it is the way the choruses fly and like sort of the way the music's interplay with the lyrics. There's that band I did last year. Um, I just saw like the Post Malone uh, update. Wow, what happened with him? He like collapsed with a stabbing pain in his side. I did hear that before. And I guess he's going to be in the hospital to cancel the show. Yeah, it sucks. I like Post Malone. Yeah, like there's that band Loose Teeth. Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. And you sort of hear that's a good example of how you hear it. Uh, Courtney Barnett. Yes. Um, All those like Aussie. I know they're. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. I know they're Kiwis, not Aussies. Yeah, they would be angry, I think. Mm hmm. 
it went for you. <laughs> I think like New Zealand is one of the two hardest places to invade in pandemic because we only have one air route. I can get in there. Really? In the game pandemic, oh. not in the real pandemic. Oh. See, we're also pretty hard to. Yeah. Get in. Well, do you ever read or watch the movie The Beach? Yes, saw it in the theater. Really? The yeah. six, is the 50s or 60s movie? Oh, no. I thought you were no, talking about the, the one. No, not the Leonardo DiCaprio. The one where um, this is a book and uh-huh. there's nuclear war. Mm-hmm. So everyone's dead. Yeah. But because of where Australia is and New Zealand and stuff, like the nuclear cloud hasn't come uh, over to them. So they're yeah. just awaiting their death moments. Uh, uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty bummer book. Yeah, hopefully uh, they'll be waiting for that for real in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I know, right? So, I did Busy Weather, self-titled, out of Asheville, North Carolina. Oh. Isn't Angel Olsen on Asheville? I think she was at least a one. She's like yeah. North Carolina. I think that's where she was born. She might be in yeah. Nashville, Tennessee now. Maybe. I don't know. But she was, yeah, Asheville, yeah. So, this came out uh, September of this year, and they're off of Dead Broke Records, and they're touring with Off With Their Heads. I heard of them because of Off With Their Heads. Uh. So, they're a three-piece... I think um, other bands are in Hooky, the DeMarcos, and they mm-hmm. describe themselves as Muppet Punk and Goblin Pop. It's t- All right. <laughs> okay. Sure. sure. But I really fucking like this. Um, as I said, I, I heard it off of Anxious and Angry Podcast, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, super cool. And it starts with Cigarette Party. Yeah. And it's like this dirty pop punk with female vocals. Really reminds me of like Dillinger 4 or Cleveland Bound Death Sentence, which has Patty from Dillinger 4, and 15, Jeff Ott. It reminds me of those two combined sounds. Yeah. But it's like this old school punk sound, and I really like it. Mm-hmm. It's only like six or seven songs. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Second song, and it goes like dual vocals. So you have a female vocalist, and then you have a male vocalist. Mm-hmm. So the second song is Soda Jerk, and that's the male vocalist, and I yeah. love it. It almost reminds me of like an early Off of Their Head song, plus yeah. like Crim Shrine, that old, mm-hmm. like that early Bay, old like, uh, bass yeah. sound. Salad Days, female vocals. Her, I like her vocals are like gravelly, but swanky. It's kind of like this uh-huh. dirty, slightly of distillers. Keep twisted knives. I put more of the same old good stuff. Clocked out. A little more um, vocally melodic. I think they kind of like bounce off each other vocally. And it's still that just like early bay sound plus Midwest, as I said, like yeah. Dillinger 4. Never knows, catchy, fun, um, all the O's right in the right place. Like I, yeah. I, it always is kind of cheesy here, but it, mm-hmm. it works for this song. And then Good Talk, and it's that's the end of the, uh, that's the song it ends on. And it's kind of like a, a fun and positive uh, way to just end it yeah but i i like really like this i i felt like i was in high school again i'm not like they they consider them they say pop punk like pop punk i almost think of like mask intruder it just like pop punk almost has a dirty i would i wouldn't sometimes. call this pop punk it's just straight punk in my yeah. opinion and i just think it's awesome i really like it it just really reminds me of something mm-hmm. like late 90s that i would have like put in the yeah. comic book store it, it's a really cool mm-hmm. throwback i really like it yeah yeah Really liked it too. <laughs> now another band, Jamie, that you can hear some of that early Bay influence on would mm-hmm. be the Paranoids. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk, talk. September Fantastic 9th. album. Suicide Squeeze. This is their second album. Uh, Carnage Barton came out in 2019. Okay. At least they had an EP come out. I feel like they had a split come out, but I don't quite remember. The Paranoids are also the fictional band in The Crying of Lot 49. But there's like 18 bands named the Paranoids, so... 
By and large, I think this band is kind of a love letter to their 80s influences. Yeah, you like you can hear some Blondie going through. Yes. Definitely. I, I thought this was fantastic. Yeah, I really liked it. I really this. liked it a lot as well. BWP, which has this tambourine in the beginning. It always makes me think of Walk Like an Egyptian. Yes, um, yes, yeah. Yeah, the opening of the song has a lot of weirdness that sort of extends later into the song. It has a very catchy rhythm. It reminds me of Beck. More so than anything, it's like a mid-career like Beck song where he does like a lot of weird two turn, DJ two stuff. Two turns the tables and a microphone. Like after, yeah. Oh. I never thought of it like that. Huh, yeah. interesting. Lizzie, much more traditional as far as the Paranoids go. I definitely hear Blondie in this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also the fact that like, you know, Blondie was such an influence on all those early punk bands. Yeah, yeah. Um, some Devo, Devo, which was a comment in the definitely. last album, I think very common in this album. Lizzie is a very fun song. Uh, Lizzie is about a celebrity crush. Really? Which I think I read, I specifically looked up in an interview. Nissan Overdrive slows it down, has a very deliberate guitar. That's when I wish I could make out the lyrics better because every day you'll hear like, pour no stars in the... And I'm like, ah. Yeah, I hear you. So that's what I wanted to go back and listen to, but I did not get a chance. Single Origin Experience. Very Devo. Sing Songy Chorus, very catchy about social media. Freak Out. Freak Out, most punk song on the uh, mm. album. Least retro, in my opinion. Really good. You can hear those. That's like where you can hear the 80s yeah. guitar influences. It's fun. Yeah. A lot of what they call Sprechensang, which is spoken song. It's actually where the title Talk, Talk, Talk comes from because I think that's oh. the first three lyrics in the song is Talk, Talk, Talk. Oh, okay. Andrew, very solid song. It's just straight indie rock. After hearing Freak Out and then it goes to that, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Over and Done. Is that when you would flip the record? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Over and Done um, has this, like, it's sort of almost a drunken song because it sways back and forth. It's a breakup song. It's very clean. There's no percussion in it. I didn't realize that. I didn't pick it up on it first either. Sixth Street Bridge. So the Sixth Street Bridge, or the Sixth Street, I think, Aqueduct, is a famous bridge in L.A., is that where they film Grease, maybe, or something? Maybe. I think they film a lot of movies there. It was closed recently because like of all the drag racing. Like maybe, yeah. I don't... I, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe. But I think it was closed and it's reopened. 60s doo-wop, girl group vibe. It's about inv- inviting love and getting rejected. With a lyric like, build you a bridge to m- so you can get to my heart. And then I think there's a line like, but you spit on the bridge and all that. And it's... It's, it's a very good song. It's weird. There's like, I don't know what the chorus, I don't listen to music anymore means. Hmm. Um, it might mean just that, like, I don't believe in love. How sad. Maybe. Maybe. LA 30, 2032. We all know how I feel about songs about LA. You love them. <laughs> the irony is this song is about people living in LA who don't know what to think about LA. <laughs> and it's how it changes and it's how the idea that you don't want it to change, but you also totally want it to change. And the final song is Sunburn. Heavy, very grindy. It's, I think it's about how it's such, I mean, it's about sunburn. It's about, I think, how much the beach sucks and how much being sunburned sucks. I think it's that simple. Heavy guitar turnaround towards the end. The minor quibble I had about the first album, very minor, was it was a bit more eclectic. Mm -hmm. And this one is much more unified. I agree Um, with you there. There's a couple songs that seem a little out of place at times, but um, all together I thought it yeah. was um, pretty... Uh, really good. I do think that 
why I really like this album a lot. I think it's the better album. Carnage Bargain has a couple of like standout bangers that this one doesn't have to the same extent. But really good. And they are playing at the Philly Mocha uh, end of October. I did see that. Which... You're not going to. I'm probably not going. But it's I, a, have you ever been to Philly Mocha? No. It's not bad. It's right near Union Transfer. It's literally uh, a, across the street and down a uh, road. But like parking, I haven't been to the Union Transfer. And how you can park behind there? Yeah. That parking's gone now. When we went down, last time I went down to the UT, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I don't know, you look at me like you don't get my funny joke. I got it. UTI, yeah. No, the UT, <laughs> like guys were like, they, they sort of stake claim on bank parking lots and stuff and charge you to park there. What, were, they, did you go with me or did you see No, that? this was, I think... You saw Angel Olsen or something? No, this was um, Sharpling and Worcester. I might have been down... We might have seen MCD that after that. That just popped up like, but, on my... Someone just liked it on our Trash ah, Monster right. page. I don't know. Like The Paranoids might be a fun band to see around Halloween. Yeah. But also, I don't know, I'm old and... Philly Mocha. So it's... I saw Ceremony and... Nothing there. Yeah. And they have an upstairs and they have uh-huh. a downstairs. It's pretty, it's not a ton of room. Yeah. It's a pretty like uh, intimate place to see a van. But upstairs, I just had, I didn't want to be on, I'd rather be upstairs than underneath yeah. the upstairs. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, it's yeah. going to collapse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it, it's not a bad place. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how the parking is down there. So well, I don't know. I got um, pl- I plenty of time to talk myself out of it. So <laughs> You have a few weeks. I'm supposed to see um, Scowl and Restraining Order no. on October 15th. At oh. Somewhere. I don't remember. I think the Gorillas are playing the 15th. Really? Mm-hmm. Gorillas. Mm. The Gorillas. Yeah, I forget where the fuck they're playing. Oh, I think Underground Arts. Maybe. Ah. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Did you have something else you want to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mind Force. So, um... Yes. Mind Force, which you've talked about before. They had a new album out. Mm. And I was going to review it. But my review could be as all as you know detailed and awesome as my reviews are. I can just do it like you know freaking free free yeah. stuff. So it's called New Lords and it is ten songs and it's probably about twelve minutes. And it came out in September. But if you like metallic hardcore that like just is relentless yeah. and like just keeps it going, you'll like this album. Something you'd mosh to and bang your head to. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. If you like Mind Force, you will like this release. Mm. Um, if you like stuff like that. They're out of... I think they're out of New York. Um, let me check. But it's out of um, the Triple B Records. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're like metallic hardcore. It's, just, it's really good. They yeah. do what... They, they do... They're nothing, um, I would say, you know, breaking the barriers of... of Metallica hardcore. No, they just... What they do is they do it very yeah. well. So Mind Force, check them out. The New Lords. Good stuff. Yeah. Awful review. Yeah. Good enough. It's good. So, so like my reviews, I was talking to Mark about my yeah. reviews. So I was supposed to do a, um, I did, I was supposed to do a zine with JD. Yeah. And he said my reviews were entirely too short. And I was like, well, okay, well, how long do you want them? He's like, oh, like a page. I'm like, how can I write a page on a four song seven inch? Yeah, it's tough. Um, so I used to read Maxim Rock and Roll all the time. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you ever read Maxim Rock and Roll. It was like, you know, the the Bible uh, zine of punk, like punk rock. Yeah. And their reviews were like three sentences. Yeah. So. It's very rare that you see a 
review that's that long too. I mean, Pitchfork. I see a lot of really long. So like, I my like reviews. Pitchfork goes longer. I kind of be like, tell me where they're where they're from. Kind of like, tell me what you they remind me uh-huh. of. What's your favorite songs? What's the overall um, feel of it? Will it sound? And that's kind of all I need. But yeah. so that's why my reviews are so shitty. No. And I'm, I'm a lazy. They're not shit. shitty. They're just short. What I try to endeavor to do when I review. Your reviews are always very good and in-depth. In so there's this documentary that's really good called Psalm. Okay. It's about these people studying to be sommeliers. The wine tasters. The wine tasters. Mm-hmm. You see how fucking psycho they go when they're studying. and You make like 100K yeah. starting out. No, I know. It's, in, it's insane. And then they have like these mock tests. And I know there's one where... The two testers, they put on cowboy hats and they pretend they're from Texas and they demand that this like room temperature wine be served to them cold. So the sommelier has to figure out how to chill it and stuff. It's really good that and it's like it also ties into like knowing cigars and beer and shit. But something they talk about is when they're reviewing, they start searching for weird descriptor words because they have to fill out their reviews. And that's when they get like notes of old tennis ball and stuff like that. So that's what inspires my reviews. Notes of old tennis balls. <laughs> no, but you know, like just weird shit. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you, you do a very, very good job. We're, we're, it's funny because my reviews are much different than yours. Yeah. We need to keep this to be... A, yeah, that's true too. How much can you say about a punk band? Yeah. When a lot of the songs sound mm-hmm. exactly like... Not exactly the same, but kind of the same formula. Something I've noticed as well, because of my what I do in my professional life... Mm-hmm. I've sort of learned over the years to write very quickly. Yeah. And that probably helps a lot too because I... So do I. And also, I don't know. You probably... I think you prepare a lot more than me. I've, yeah, probably. You know, sometimes I'm still writing I these prepare. reviews as you're pulling up. I prepare, but they like... I wrote all my stuff sober and stuff. Like I listened mm-hmm. to it on Friday mm-hmm. and, and, and just got it I done. mean, the other thing for me is... I've definitely, for me, like I can definitely over-prepare... And a lot of times, especially earlier in this excellent podcast, I feel like if I'm really prepared for a review, it, it sounds really it's too bad. much. Yeah. Kind of. But do have a couple more music things. To okay, talk about. cool, cool, cool. Angel Olsen released a duet version of Big Time. Did you Cerebral listen Simpsons. to it? I saw it. I didn't listen I to it. I did. It's fine. What it really did was make me just want to listen to her version of Big Time. Um, like he, it's good. He's good, but like I mean, Angel Olsen is is the reason to listen to that song. Yeah, you know, as we know from there that podcast, she wrote that song for him to perform. Yeah, in the hopes they perform. New divisional release song. New division. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it was it was decent. Oh. Mark played it for me yeah. today. Cherry Terry Genderbender. Yeah, seems to be performing out. Oh, interesting. So I, I think she's performing by herself. I don't think she's performing with La Butcherettes. Oh, sweet. But I got to follow up on that. Something I had sent you. There was an article in The Guardian last month. When did you send this to me? Maybe I didn't. I thought I emailed I it to you. Did. You don't always get emails from me. I don't know if it gets really? caught up. It's weird. Every now and then, like, I'll send you a podcast and it won't. Huh. It doesn't matter. Anyway. I might just yet go to so, spam or something. So, I don't know. the hymn that I call is noteworthy because is the oldest piece of written music ever discovered. What is it called? It's called The Hymn to Nicole. Okay. And, um... It's this weird thing because 3,200 years old, it's Syrian, and there are, it's very controversial. It was discovered in the 50s, but no one knows exactly how to play it, so there's like, everyone's interpretation is different. This Norwegian folk band called 
Hyelung is putting out Hymn to Nicole on their new album. So it's called Season of the Mists or something like that, which comes out. It's probably out by now. But it's kind of this weird haunting, like, you should be conjuring the devil. Is it like I mean, the Lord? No, but some of their stuff does sound like the, uh, the... <laughs> A lot of stuff came out. I'm just kind of drawing up. Yeah, this is like, was my big month for all the pre-orders. Yeah. Um, still haven't gotten my OCs. Ordered, like, the reissue, up to reissue of... Dope Smoker. Yeah, I saw that was out. I was like, nah, I'm not doing it. See any movies or anything? I want to see Don't Worry Darling, and I just haven't. No, but I'm going to this week. But I want to talk about something else first. Oh. Yeah, mansplain it to me. <sighs> let's see. Let's see, Missy. Um, no. I, I finally listened to uh, the Sharon Van Etten episode of what T WTF. Okay. With Mark Marin. And it's really good. It's really interesting. She's a really good guest. But she tells us one. She tells a she tells a really horrible story about a relationship she was in that sounded like it was very abusive, mm. and she was like estranged from her parents for two years, and she was living in Tennessee, oh, and wow. she, she got raped at one point. But the funner story is uh, she talks about this like tour she was. So he asked her, "Is like so you're touring out again?" And she does talk about the one she did with Ao and uh, Julian uh, Baker. Yeah, but she just did like her band just did a tour of Europe, like a month tour of Europe. She talks about, she's like, yeah, it was the worst experience of my life. And oh, I well. think she said, no, this is oh, just by herself and her group. Oh, okay. And I think she said that, like, the first thing was, so they, they booked a van, uh, a bus mm-hmm. to tour. They booked it a year in advance. And the, the bus that came had been just previously used by Parliament for six weeks. Okay. They, they had, like, a dr- the driver who was supposed to do it just took one look at the van and said, no, I'm fucking out. So they had this other guy who's been just driving around six weeks. They said he'd, like... He would, like, fall asleep while they were driving. He kept crashing into cars. At the same time, the van, the bus is breaking down. And it got to a point where if you peed in the toilet, you had to throw down towels because it would overflow. Or, Ugh. no, it would leak. Ugh. So I guess no one was taking the shits on yeah. that. It sounded horrendous. And I think they said we eventually just fired him and just took the train everywhere. It's cray cray. Yeah, and they said the deal breaker was something like they were all asleep and they woke up and they found that the bus was on a ferry. <laughs> why is that funny? Well, so, I don't know, because I couldn't imagine waking up and you would Well, here's why. The, the so they were supposed to take a ferry, but they were supposed to take... They were supposed to take a later ferry, mm-hmm. like when they were awake. And and she's like, yeah, it's like a real problem. Because one, if we're all asleep and there's a leak and it floods, we'll all die. Even not, like if we didn't know that we were on the ferry and we tried to leave, like we, we left... Like, you get fined thousands of dollars in their serious legal action. So at that point, they fired him. But that was sort of interesting. But she's a really good guest. Huh, interesting. I might finally review that album. I really like that album. I never listened to it. Never uh, listened to her too much. Yeah. Well, you get to listen to her on the next oh, Trish Street movie. I'm refusing. Oh. I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, movies, I have not seen any. I'm going to see... I definitely want to see Moonage Daydream. Yes. This week. I want to see Barbarian. Okay. Which is like a weird horror movie. And uh, The Invitation. I have heard of that. I forget what it's it a, is. Though. It's a horror movie. Okay. It's about Dracula. Like, oh, it's the... Um, it is like a vampire movie. Yeah. And it's like a black lady and yeah. she finds that she has like heritage out or whatever and she She's just... like a descendant yes. of... Yes. Okay, cool, cool. I didn't know what that is. I'm kind of interested in The Woman King but there's so much like fucking discourse about it. I'm like... Oh. I don't know anything about it. 
It's a king who's a woman. No, I'll tell you about it later. I watched uh, an episode of She-Hulk, and it, yeah. was, it was decent. It was good. That's about it. I haven't really done shit. I've just been working a lot. And yeah. then I was down the shore. Yeah. Forgot to say. How was that? Um, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I got pinched by a crab, oh. and so did Mark, and I saw a skate oh, wow. in the water. That's um, pretty cool. But the riptides, like, they don't have any lifeguards. So you have to be a little careful, mm-hmm. but I like the water was so fucking warm. It was like seventy five degrees. Yeah, this was um, mid September. It was like September seventeenth, eighteenth, third ever for around my anniversary. Yeah, it was. It was actually a really nice time. Victor loves rides now. He was doing the fucking long. Oh, that's I, good. So one thing I've realized in my um, old age, yeah, I can't do rides. I can do bumper cars. Yeah. I can do the gravitron. No one would do that mm-hmm. with me. I can't do like can do I can't do heights like it oh. just scares the shit out of me. I was never a big heights person. It scares like, the I've shit done. Out of me. Can you do the Matterhorn? What's that? It's the one that goes around really quick. No, I don't want to do that either. I don't like that. <laughs> I just don't like rides. It comes down to I just don't like. And there are those nasty teenagers who might. Like, scare well, Victor you. loves the log flume, so he did that a bunch with Mark, and they had a lot of fun. What else did they do? They, just Mark went on a bunch of rides in Victor. So I went on the monorail at uh, Jillian's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. We usually go to Castaway Cove, but he wanted to check out the, another... Um, oh, the Ferris wheel. They want me to do the Ferris wheel. Ah. And I couldn't do it. I could not do it. But when they went up, I was so scared they were going to fall to their death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the wrong Because they don't have a cage in there. Like, you can stand up and it... Oh, really? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So they went. They wanted to do the taller one at Jillian's. Uh-huh. And they have a bigger cage. And I was going to do it. And then I saw how tall it was because it will get stuck at the top. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do it. I just mm. couldn't. Like, I don't know. Mm. Maybe I'm just a big baby. I'm not a height person at all. I'm not a big roller coaster. Like, like, I've done a few roller coasters. I did like the Big Bad Wolf and uh, the Loch Ness Monster at Busch Gardens. And Never went to Busch Gardens. Loch Ness Monster, I think at the time I did it, was the fastest roller coaster in the world. And oh, like, wow. And Big Bad Wolf went to one of the fastest suspended roller coasters in the world. Ugh. But yeah, I got convinced by friends. But no, I'm not. Yeah, it's just not my thing. And I feel bad because Victor's into it. But I don't know. I just can't do it. Hmm. I'm just... Ter- I am like petrified. Yeah. And I was, I might do the one at Castaway, Castaway yeah. Cove. It's a fucking Ferris wheel. It's not like it's scary, but I don't yeah. like the swaying. And what if a bee? What if a fucking bee gets in there? Then you're going to die. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and um, I think it's Devil in the White City by Eric Lawson, which mm-hmm. is about the, you know, the yes. most famous serial killer. The one, one of my favorite parts. There's the one part, I really like it a lot, except for this part, when they're like talking about the big attraction. And the man who invented it was George Ferris. And yeah. I was like this, fuck you. <laughs> But yeah, it's a really good book. Um, my one friend, Heather Ferris, was apparently, maybe related. We'd always be like, oh, you're related to the Ferris wheel. And she's yeah. like, yep. Um, so I don't know how to treat that uh-huh. once. Devil in the White City, pretty good. Yeah, very good. I think he had a new book come out recently, but I don't remember. No, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know what to look. I didn't read his last one. The one that's about the Nazis or the Lusitania? No, there was one afterwards, I think. So. I read the, the Lusitania because you let me borrow Yeah, that's a really good one. There was something after that, wasn't it? That's the one I'm thinking of because I have the Lusitania. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of, so, what the fuck is that oh. one called? Uh, Face Master. The yeah. Fitz, Fitz Harris. Fitz, remember the book? I don't know. I bought it for you, I think. And it was like Joseph Lister. Yeah. Whatever her name is. Because mm-hmm. she just had breast cancer and it, oh. it's pretty sad. Um, but she's okay. She has a new book about um, World War One yeah. and 
plastic surgery. Oh, uh, yeah. Surgery. It's called face oh, masks cool. or something like that. My mom gave it to me. Yeah, December. I remember your kid's birthday. She was like... Lindsay Fitzharris yeah, or something right. like that. She was on Rogan at one oh. point in time, actually. When but to back up a little bit, Eric Larson is this... Uh, his history author. And yes. a lot of his books are basically... There'll be two juxtaposed... Yes. Stories and how they intersect. So Devil in the White City is about the World's Fair, but it's also about a serial killer. H.H. Holmes. Yes. Apparently buried in Philadelphia. Um, Thunderstruck is about uh, Marconi and I think a serial killer. So it was Marconi. It was um, um, Morse code, right? Yeah, because the idea is and they catch him because he's on a boat. And yeah, they were on the boat. My favorite, I, I like Devil in the White City, is the one um, about the hurricane, Isaac Storm. I really yeah. like Isaac Storm. Mm-hmm. And that's about um, whatever hurricane hit Galveston, Texas, and they kind of poo-pooed the storm, and it wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to hit there, and it just like fucking yeah. It, that's why Houston's as big as it is. Oh, like, it wow. sh- did you ever read that? No, I didn't read that one. No. Really good, really good. Oh, I have it. I can lend it to you if you'd like. But the Lusitania one's interesting because it's sort Dead of Wake. Yeah, I thought I Dead maybe Wake. I didn't. I read it, the Nazi one. I thought yeah. I read it though. At the very least, so Dead Wake makes the it makes two cases. One, basically, the captain delays the Lusitania leaving by four hours. Okay. He was waiting for his family to come aboard or something, or someone famous, which that four-hour delay is enough to put him in those wa- the particular waters where, like, at the particular time. So, basically, the Lusitania, it argues, it left four hours earlier. It wouldn't have been sunk. But the other sort of discussion argument is that the British knew, and they kind of kept quiet because they needed the U.S. to enter the war. I've heard that before, too. Which, and they sort of make a case for that, too. That's one I want to reread. I want to reread all of them, but... Maybe I had. Maybe I didn't read Dead Week. Because I'm looking at Thunderstruck right now. Up there, which is yours, I think. Probably. And I think I have some... Yeah. H.H. Um, so, Devil in the White City, I borrowed from Deli Boy. Ah. Tom. Yeah, oh, no. And I read that all going to Amsterdam. Ah. So that's a special. It's one of probably my favorite book of his. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to. The Nazi book was decent. It was okay, but maybe I didn't read that it. That one maybe. wasn't as good. I do want to read that face maker. Yeah. So. Oh, um, I did read a book. Another book. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you about my year of rest and relaxation. We'll edit this out because I want to get the uh, author's name. Yeah. So Victor's like obsessed with the Titanic. Yeah. Did he watch the movie? Yeah, he watched the whole thing. Oh, wow. And loved it. He wants to go to the Titanic Museum in Tennessee. Oh, wow. So, uh, My Year of Rest and Relaxation is written by Otessa Moshfig. Okay. Apologies if I mispronounced her name. And it reminds me a lot of something uh, Chuck Palahniuk would write. Okay. The premise is this young 20-something woman who's somewhat disaffected with life decides she is going to sleep as much of a year away as possible. So she finds a a crooked psychiatrist and just starts getting all these researchers just taking fucking drugs. That sounds pretty good. It's a period piece. Okay. And she watches like VHS tapes of like ineffectual like comedies and stuff like that. And she's really into Whoopi Goldberg and it's really bizarre. She's into Jumping Jack Flash. She talks about that. Shit. I gotta read this Uh, now because I love that. Yeah, it's it's that, and she has this friend who kind of comes over, and Ooh. is sort of like a mess. No. Is it like Kill There's Bill? No, sex. no, no. She she drives over buck. in a pussy wagon. Uh, no, none of that. I think they're the closest is there's no real sex in there. I don't think. No, just fake sex. Yes. Uh, like in um, Demolition Man. 
Yeah, exactly. And the three seashells. And... Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really good. Like something, it's it's very like Chuck Palahniuk. It's very like Doug, Douglas Copeland. Reminds me of a bit of a book that is one of my favorite books, Still Life with Woodpecker. I could never read that. I still have it. Yeah. I try to read it as a maybe eighth grader and then in yeah. college and I just couldn't get it. I don't remember what it's, it's about. Very weird. It's one of it's I've been trying to figure out how to explain it to people. So I might be into it now. So yeah, it's about it looks like Campbell cigarettes, and I think that's So that's a, a large part of the middle of the book is a pack of Camel cigarettes. Okay. Paris. Still Life with Woodpecker, Tim Robbins, who wrote Only Cowgirls Get the Blues is sort of his most famous book, yeah. I think. Okay. Because he made a movie out of yeah, it. Yes, I remember the movie. The conceit is the one of the main characters, Lee Cherie, is... She's a princess, and her father and mother were the deposed monarchs of a fictionalized Eastern European kingdom that basically the, the U.S. government pays a stipend because they, they want the government in place... Because it's favorable to the U.S. But the key is, she's a princess, and she's swears off love in the beginning. Okay. And then there's the other character is the woodpecker who's an outlaw. He's like a mad bomber outlaw. It takes place in the 70s. Ralph Nader okay. is like a weird, fetishized love interest to Lee Cherise. And she just like, there's a lot of like, she like masturbates. And <gasps> no she way. likes enemas Ooh. a little bit. It's not that, but Saucy. it's weird. But yeah, it's hard to describe. It's and like I said, the, the like the middle part of the book. There's this whole thing about her just analyzing a pack of Camel cigarettes. There might be aliens in it. It's there's a lot of cocaine. You're not selling in this book. Well, maybe with that, I don't know. Well, someday you'll be ready. Yeah. And that's uh, I think unless you have anything else, we eat up some time, good and proper. I'm, uh, I'm pretty uh, good. Yeah, that um Andor I haven't watched yet. No, people love either. it. I, yeah, I do want to see it. We. So the episodes, I think, are only like 35 to 45 minutes yeah. or something. They're not mm-hmm. super long, so. No, I'm watching, uh, I'm re-watching Rogue One in part to prepare, but also I haven't watched Rogue One in a while. Yeah, it was on cable. I know you don't have cable not it's on, so long ago. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. I know, but um, yeah, we were watching, yeah, we were watching Doctor Strange the other day, too, the first one. Ah. Pretty good. Did you watch Daredevil was on Netflix? I watched the first two seasons and then oh. I kind of checked out. All right. As I say, you know, they're... They're redoing Daredevil. He's going to be the same Daredevil, too. But they're doing a reboot. That's what I heard. Which I don't know what to think of. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was done good. Yeah, it was very... I mean, the the Netflix one was done good. Anyway, um, you can find us on... TSS. TSS. TSS3.com. Yep. Facebook. iTunes. I think we're on Podvine. I have to follow up on it. So there are a couple of, like, second-tier podcatchers we might be on. Oh, cool. They can find us... But um, yeah, all right, everyone. I'm gonna go. We're